BizQuick podcast hits on the struggles and advantages of being an entrepreneur. It's for anyone who's made the commitment to burn the boats and not look back. Are you a busy entrepreneur or small business owner trying to do it all? Then this podcast is for you. Corey and Julie will take you through the details of building a strong business. Hit the subscribe button and gear up for another episode of BizQuick Podcast. Hey, welcome to BizQuick. I'm Julie. And I'm Corey. And today we have back... Francis Jenjacek. So close. Jenjacek. Jenjacek. Uh, you probably remember her from a couple of previous episodes, The Intern Part 1 and The Intern Part 2. And you probably also noticed that today's podcast is titled The Intern Gets a Promotion. So we're going to dive into that. But before we, di- before we go there, we're going here. And here is, let's talk about kids these days, Damn Corey. kids these days. Damn kids. Um, you feel yes. like the old man from Scooby Doo when you say that. Always, um, <laughs> and not even when I say that. But uh, the <laughs> that's funny. Um, well, the first thing is you know a bit of a lie. She already got the promotion. Yes, this, you know as you're listening to this, she has been promoted. Yes, that, um, is, but that is true. I did not mean to mislead our listeners because her internship ended at the end of August, somewhere in there. So early September, yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, but. Uh, Kids these days, because, you know, everybody talks about uh, can't find good work, nobody wants to work hard, um, list every complaint there is as an employer or somebody who's following it, and they're on damn kids these days, and I mean, part of it is that, but I think part of it is that the culture of work has changed, expectations, etc., for better or for worse, and, you know, if you want to... You want to hire quality candidates. You have to be aware of that. You can't just put a four hiring sign, for, you know, now hiring sign in your window and have somebody walk in and pull it out of the window like they did in every 1970s sitcom. Agree. I wonder how much. Um, so culture is a big part of it, right? You have to have a good culture. So obviously, since Francis stuck around, the culture at SB Pace and Certivium is tolerable at worst. <laughs> Yes, tolerable at worst. But I what I'm what I'm wondering is how much impact do you think like, you know, the YouTube generation and the Instagram generation of influencers and um stars has had on people's like kids these days general outlook on what an actual job looks like? That's a great question because... Thank you. I so rarely ask great when questions. When you really... You're few and far between. I know. So. <laughs> I feel really proud of myself right now. Um, the, uh, But like the actual kids these days, like six, seven, eight-year-old kids oh, these yeah. days who watch like unboxing videos and yeah. kids making millions of dollars opening presents and they all grow up thinking that they can do that. And maybe that was the equivalent of wanting to be like an astronaut when we were younger. Ooh, few wow. and far between like like very few people actually got to be an astronaut yeah but the thing there was that i don't know maybe we knew that there was a lot of work that would go into becoming an astronaut where these kids are like oh i get to sit at home in my pajamas and get toys and get paid for it <laughs> right right i can remember you know for a long time my niece kennedy who was eight um wanted to be a youtube star she wanted to start a youtube channel and 
that's what she wanted to do. And I'm like, I, I get it. Like, I want to be a YouTube star. I want to get paid to unbox things, right? Especially when you know that those things are being sent to you for free. Yes. So I get it. But it's not, it's not very realistic. And I think it's really, it has to be challenging for people who grew up only seeing that and being so familiar with influencers on particular social media channels. That has to be a little bit discouraging when you realize that, most people actually have to work for their dollars. And I, it definitely is a part of, like, all of the subcultures, for example. Like, you know, growing up, um, depending on, I mean, a lot of, like, uh, let's like genres of music. Like, a lot of it's all mm-hmm. about, like, you know, hey, I'm making money and look at me and, uh, you know, whatever. Like, a lot of pop stars and rap stars and, and all of that. And, and it's, like... Um, football players, like however many thousands of kids play football in high school and then even fewer get to college and then just the cream of the crop actually make it to the NFL and get paid, right? you know? But like everybody starts off with this big dream, which obviously you should have dreams, but there needs to be that certain amount of reality of like, sure, you can be a YouTube star. It is possible. It's not probable. Therefore, you better get used to working 40 hours a week. Yeah, or more. And well, and we've started to, you know, there's this big, there's been a transition over the last, I don't know how many years, what do you think, like 10, 15 years, maybe less, where, you know, people are less and less and less active. Kids as they're growing up and they're, you know, they're playing video games, they're watching YouTube, they're on devices all the time. And so there isn't really, like a lot of the skills that we built as kids, you know, they're not they're not really being built anymore, right? So we were, you know, you're, you're outside, you're building stuff, you're building forts, you're being really creative, you're learning, you know, people skills because you're constantly hanging out with your friends, negotiation skills where you're trying to negotiate, like, you know, getting, you know, something from your neighbor to put in your fort or treehouse or whatever you want, you know, athletic skills like those things are kind of deteriorating and it's it really it bothers me how little kids play outside and i would agree with you on that but unfortunately the world is getting more technical and less physical and so there like in my opinion there's nothing wrong with the kids spending all day learning how to build a website or code or you know create a, a robot and ai that'll eventually take over the world and dominate us all but you know there's nothing wrong with that but the people skills that was the thing right there that you're saying is that that's missing like that that human actual human face-to-face interaction because it's the same reason why road rage exists it's because i can yell at somebody and honk my horn and get all aggressive with my multi-thousand pound vehicle but you get out of that vehicle you're not so tough anymore Mm -hmm. you know and it's when you're when you are faced to face with somebody versus online you know being a keyboard warrior Mm -hmm. totally different situation and you don't develop those actual like human skills which are are very important to be a human well listen robot the irony is not lost on me that you're over here advocating for people skills i know how to navigate (laughs) people skills i don't have to display them (laughs) fair enough fair enough all right do we uh you want to take a quick break and bring in francis sure thing all right let's do it we've launched a whole new coaching program aimed at helping small business owners accelerate their revenue This one-on-one, well, technically two, coaching is built around your schedule and your goals and will help keep you on track to make your business a success. There are no strings attached, no long commitments, and at $600 a month, it's priced perfectly for any small business owner. 
you're struggling to find time to grow yourself and your business, or you want to find ways to improve your financial situation, head on over to sbpace.com small dash business dash coaching to sign up. All right, and welcome back to the show, everybody. We have Francis back on. How are you doing today, Francis? Hey, Corey. Good. I'm good to be back. <laughs> hey, I'm here too. And Julie. <laughs> <laughs> How goes it, Francis? It's good. Um, uh, it's the third time being here, so I heard I got a promotion. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, I. I you're supposed I mean, to choose your own title. I mean, please tell please tell our listeners you knew about the promotion before the podcast. Of course, I knew, I knew. <laughs> yes, you choose your own. You, yeah, you picked your own title. Yeah, of course. That social is. media manager, so. And the nice thing is, is it came with zero more responsibilities and zero pay raise, so. <laughs> <laughs> we just couldn't call you the intern anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, let's, let's wrap up how, um, you know, overall how the summer went with you interning and then let's kind of look to the future and what you're, you know, looking forward to in terms of your new role as the social media manager and how you're balancing things between school and where you see yourself going from a business or career perspective. Yeah. So the summer was definitely super busy for me. Um, not only was I interning uh, with you guys, but I also had a separate internship. So um, very chaotic. I was just like work, work, work this summer. Um, very minimal social life, but definitely learned a lot. Um, it was super helpful, like both from both internships, um, especially you guys. I feel like I learned more from you guys. Um, Are you just saying I, that because you're on our podcast? No, no, no. <laughs> I genuinely mean that because like I'm, I feel more involved with you guys. It's not just like that corporate, like they give me something and it's like, okay, but with you guys, like I'm part of the process, even with um, when you guys were building Certivium, I was like involved in the meetings um, and I felt like I had a say in all that. So that was um, it was really interesting and exciting to do and definitely new for me because I haven't been part of that before. Um, and then once school started, um, also busy <laughs> now because um, I'm managing school and this um and um trying to live a life yeah yeah trying to live a life so <laughs> yeah so uh, you you've been um you've been a huge part of sp pace for you know the last it's been like four months now five months right um mm -hmm. it's been it's been really great having you and having someone that we can depend on to do things for us um you've you know never with the exception of one reel that you forgot to do you've never really <laughs> missed anything um but you did make up for it with the reel so you're you know for our listeners francis is now participating in reels on our instagram page completely willingly yes we were she was not coerced she at was all. not core wait did we did we coerce her well we told her yeah like. <laughs> right well listen she could have said no um, you know, but she's, um, so they're, they're very clever, um, where I'm not going to give anything away cause I want people to go look at them. Um, <laughs> hopefully by the time this airs, there'll be more than one from you, but they're, um, I don't know. I really laughed very hard at the first one that you did. So that's been great. It's also been nice to know, um, you know, one of our commitments to you when, when we hired you, when we, when we actually interviewed you was that we committed to not only having you do things for us that would help you in the area of marketing, but to be able to teach you things that you could use, you know, 
further along in your career. So we were pretty committed to showing you new things. So we've we've thrown a lot of a lot of things your way. Like you created the marketing strategy for our new business that we launched while you've been here. Right. And I mean, I would definitely love to learn more about other things, like more of the analytical and the processes while I stay now as like social media manager, um, like more of like the back end things of a business instead of just like building like the marketing or things like that. Just like because um, I feel like that'll also help me in the future um, if I do decide to. Well, I am going to start a business, but when I start a business, um, I feel like that'll be very helpful. I'll be happy to hand over contracts and invoicing to you. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. That's the most exciting part of the business. So you should definitely say yes to that opportunity, Francis. (laughs) Um, But let's dive into it. Let's enough of the recap. Let's jump into it. So we were talking about kids these days before you came on and Francis, you're, you're one of the kids these days, except obviously you're not the stereotypical one that everybody likes to bitch about because clearly we wanted to keep you around because you were doing a great job. Um, but when you were growing up, um, I mean, what did you, I don't want to say, what did you want to be when you grew up, but like YouTube was a thing, you know, YouTube stars were a thing when you were younger, when you were, you know, pre high school and all of that. So that's what everybody expects today. Like that they are going to just start a channel and become famous and make millions of dollars for just being themselves. Um, did you have any kind of aspirations like that when you were younger? Honestly, not me personally, because I just felt that it was the easy way out. Like, I did know people that did think like that, but I knew that at the end of the day, like, just being a YouTuber or something like that, like, an influencer, it's like, it could just disappear in a second. Like, it's not something that, like, is stable enough for me personally. Like, I don't know. I think it's, it's like my parents just, like, raised me that way. Like, they're immigrants. They always have to, like, work for something. And, like, they're always, like more stability than just like that instant fame. So I personally didn't um, feel that way. Yeah, I guess we've just gotten soft as Americans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I I, I appreciate that answer. Um, and like, and it's definitely reflective in, in your work ethic, right? That you're not really looking for the easy way out. You're always, I don't think there's ever been a week where you haven't asked, is there anything else you need me to do? What else can I work on? Corey's now sc- scanning his no, mental just, Rolodex to see if there's ever been a week. No, I was just replaying what you said in my head because I, I don't know if there's a double negative in there. but Probably. I Regar- Every week you ask if you can do more is what Julie was saying. That is what I was saying. And, and, I, and I don't know if that was clear to the audience, but it wasn't clear to me. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate you batting cleanup on my <laughs> shitty grammar Verbal and written, yeah. Corey. Sorry, no, that's what that look was for. I was no, like, I, oh, I thought you were like, wait, no, I remember no. a week where she did desk us. No. <laughs> right, so that's um, that's Let, been... Let's be honest, I don't pay attention to most of those meetings. No, I, I, we, we're, we're, we're aware, right, Francis? We're aware. Right. Yeah, yeah he's usually working on something else. Um, what are you thinking in terms of, you know, like, what are some of the, and I know Corey doesn't want to look back anymore, but, but I do a little <laughs> bit. I do want to revisit more sort of the you kids, the kids these days, but I want to ask you, like, what are some of the bigger takeaways and learnings that you've had from the summer that you feel like are, will be really instrumental in, in whatever it is that you do next? Um, I feel like there's a lot, like it's a lot to basically the whole experience, but I'd say I learned, um, 
just like organizing myself I feel like even though it's weird like I see how you guys organize your um like in your business just all your things on like Google Drive for example like keeping everything and just having that clear system so um that's definitely something I will take away from this um job internship and job like I really like that system that you guys have um also just learning like the templates that you have so like for developing certain strategies like you have um like out like what's it called outlines for each different um for example marketing strategy like you put each thing into sections so that's super helpful um to use in the future oh good okay that's good. I'm kind of laughing to myself over like the organization because I know Corey's over there like shaking his head and cringing like Julie's the worst organizer on the planet. I was hoping there was a best practices and what not to do that you learned there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd have to disagree. I don't know. I just I really like it personally. So I hate you. Well, it, I, I'm guilty of it. Oh, not too. as bad as I am. Terrible. Well, I don't create most of the folders, but like when it comes to like, it, it's, it, we kind of just pick whatever makes the most sense at the time to stick a, you know, and it's in my mind, I would love to go back and it's just way too much work right now mm -hmm. to go back and redo it. But like to actually create a structure where it's like, I was looking for a potential like piece of, um, an asset today for one of our programs. And I was, and I was like, there's like four different folders that this could exist in. Mm. And then with, un sorry. and then there's like some, well, I created some of them too. And like, it's just, again, it's like, yeah, but it, it is for anybody out, out there who's starting, or if you're going to organize, like write out your file structure, like your storage structure ahead of time, mm -hmm. because it is extremely helpful. And also you need to, um, for anybody who has the power to edit, you need to make sure that everybody thinks the same way. Because, um, like, for instance, our podcasts, uh, when we, uh, probably a year ago, well, less than that, but maybe the beginning of the year, um, the way that, because Julie initially set up the podcast structure, and she set up the way that she thinks. And so, like, every, and you're laughing, and it's, it's not that it's a bad thing. It's just, this is how you think. So oh, I know we think very differently. Yeah, exactly. And so you're like, okay, I'm going to create a folder and it's going to have the, the podcast name and then, or, you know, it's going to have the, it's going to be the asset. So every time that I need this asset, I just go to this folder. Every time mm -hmm. I need this type of asset, I go to this folder, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And in my mind, I'm like, if I need, if I want anything for a podcast, I should just go to the podcast mm -hmm. folder. And that's just the different way that we think. And, yeah. and uh, is one way better than the other? Probably. But <laughs> Well, uh, your way is definitely easier. I will say this. Whenever I'm like trying to explain something to somebody that doesn't know me very well or hasn't engaged with me a lot, and I'm trying to give details. It just happened to be over the weekend. Um, somebody on a branding, the branding masterclass that I'm on, she asked me if she could call me after the class because she wanted to talk to me about starting a podcast. And I was like, sure. So... She calls me and she's like, can you just like give me a brain dump of everything you know? And I was like, I can. And I said, I just want to forewarn you. I'm not really a linear thinker. So it's going to be all over the page and you're going to be like, wait, why would you do? And I'm like, it's not, this is in no order. And that's really the best way to describe how I arranged the Google Drive. It's like, it's not really in an order, right? Like the thing that drives both Corey and I nuts at this point, Francis, and at some point we have to change it because we're like, this makes no sense. But it's easy for you, and that's why we did it that way, or I did it that right. way. Yeah, I got the I got the eye roll. Um, <laughs> the reels are in your HR folder, which makes zero sense whatsoever. They really should be in marketing, 
but they're not. Yeah. So at some point we're going to move that folder, but we just haven't gotten around to doing it yet. And just as long as we tell everybody that we're moving that folder. Yes, yes, we tell everybody <laughs> but, that we're moving it. But that's the, one of the things that many small business owners, you learn as you go. And again, if we were to start this business tomorrow, that would be one of the things that would, would go onto the list is like, here's how we're going to organize all of our files. Mm-hmm. And But that's something that we had to learn along the way because, again, like if you look at a client folder that we had a year ago versus a client folder now, Very it's different. the Wild West a year ago, and it's much more organized now. And it's going to continue to improve, but we also a year ago would have never been able to guess where we are now. Right, 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 exactly. We're kind of a work in progress, I will say that. So I I am curious, Francis, from the um, perspective, and this is going to sound a little bit like um, bragging on me and Corey. Um, Maybe I am, maybe I'm not. You don't know. You don't know what's coming next. Um, (laughs) One of the things that, you know, when we're launching, helping an entrepreneur launch a business is we talk to them a lot about culture and core values. And um, we... I, I don't know if it's just, I really think the way that we worked with you and, and the way that we work with Stacy, our partner on Certivium, I think it's really reflective of who we are, right? Who our personalities are. And um, we're very much, this is the one way where Corey and I are really similar is here's the deliverable. I don't care how you get there. Like I'll answer any questions you have along the way, but this is what we need and this is when we need it by and then we're just like go right so there's a lot of freedom within the framework <laughs> in terms of how we how we work and it gives you the opportunity one to really learn and figure out how you you get to work on something the way that you want to work on it but it also helps you develop that important skill of critical thinking and asking questions when you're really unsure. So I'm just kind of curious from your perspective, from your side. So that was our intent with it, how that felt for you going through it. Because a lot of times we'd just be like, hey, can you create this? And we really wouldn't tell you much. And then, but there was very, you didn't ask for additional guidance very often. You were you were pretty good, on pretty set on things. So I just wanted to hear your thoughts on that approach. Yeah, no, I really appreciate that approach because I feel like it also, um, gives more opportunity to like maybe if you had one i one vision for like a project and i took it a different way it like could lead towards like new ideas or um just taking it um a completely different way but also like if i did feel that like i genuinely had no idea like obviously i'd reach out or like just ask for more clarification but um i genuinely felt that like i understood what you guys meant by like the tasks you were giving so i wasn't like it's not like I didn't know what I was doing or like just came up with something random for like the um, deliverables. Oh, good. I also really enjoyed it when you would tell us what to do. I need you to do this. I need you to create that. I'm like, this is kind of <laughs> nice. Rather than us having to make a decision, someone is just telling us, go do this. And we're like, okay. Well, and especially for me, for example, because like, just go make a reel about this. Cool. Done. I don't have to think about it. I don't like, you know, I don't want to think about it because that's, that's not the, not what I should be focusing on. You need work for me? Good. And that's, yeah. I mean, like a, a good lesson there, you know, Francis and, and for everybody is like utilize the resources that you have and also just like don't have any ego when it comes to being utilized. You know, if it's it, like one of those things where it's, I'm not good at something, but I can help in a way, just tell me how to do it. Yeah. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to get offended that the intern is now directing me and what to do 
it's all for the greater good. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think that we're, you know, that the whole teamwork philosophy and like everybody tries to, we try and put people against their strengths, do the things that are best, that you're best at. But we also recognize, and, and hopefully you've seen this over the past however many months, that being an entrepreneur, being a small business owner, you're you're doing everything. You're you're experiencing a little bit of. I mean, the about the only thing we didn't have you do was finances. Yeah, <laughs> and I, even I can't do that, Francis. He won't let me. Yeah, but she didn't like. She does. She does. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yes. I didn't get to use Francis for anything this summer. I mean, I have a finance <laughs> minor. I'm ready to help out. Yes, <laughs> I know. And what do we use you for? YouTube. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Well, it's not too late now that you're the social media manager. Maybe you can have a, maybe you can have a dual role there you go. here at SBB. <laughs> so, um, all right. So let's talk about the future. What's where are we going? Where are you taking us, Francis? Where am I taking you guys? Um, you're gonna grow on social media the most because I'm the new social media manager. So um, we're looking forward to that. Yeah, hopefully more comments subscribers likers everything <laughs> yeah um, but you you know that while we would love to have you know thousands and thousands and thousands of followers we recognize that what's the most important is to take care of and be aware of and grateful for the followers that we do have right so we're growing we've grown a lot since you took over and have been you know helping us with or really you've taken over all the engagement and and you do the reels and whatnot and so we're just, we know it will come. It's not this, we're, we're never going to pay for followers and we don't want people to follow us if they're not truly interested or engaging with our content. So I think we're, we're good with where we are and we're just grateful for what we have. Sure. Yeah, we also, and at the end of the day, oh, yeah, go ahead. At the end of the day, um, it's just, even if you have slightly less followers, as long as they're more engaging and like interactive, that's more valuable to even the Instagram algorithm than just having all these people that could care less like they're just it's just a number so those aren't they won't actually affect your business or genuinely support you the same way Yep. sure and we've got um another thing coming down the pike that uh we can't announce yet because it's not 100 percent official but uh francis you are aware of that so um i'm hoping that you can have a whole new strategy for this new venture that we're doing for uh the media empire that is SB Pace and BizQuick. Yeah, one thing's for sure. We are always up to something new around here, aren't we, Francis? Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you ever wonder how we're able to get it all done? I do, actually. I'm like, how do you manage? <laughs> it's all Corey. I don't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> right on. All right, well, it is time to wrap up. So, um, Francis, before... We have you tell our listeners how tell tell the listeners how they can find you. Um, what can we do for you? Uh, for me, um, as I mentioned, like I'd love to going forward learn more about those like more analytical things. Maybe start working more with Corey. Um, no, so, yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Fair enough. Yes, no, definitely. We can do that for sure. Um, but thank you and thank you to our listeners. And um, everything that you need to know is going to be in the show notes, including, Francis, how can people get in touch with you if they want to? Uh, my Instagram is f.jendruczyk. Perfect. We'll drop that in the show notes. 
And if you want to connect with us, you can reach out to us on our website, sbpace.com, where you can also find all of our social links. Is TikTok on there? On our so, I don't know. On our website? Yeah. It should be. Okay. So we're on LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram. My voice just croaked like a teenage boy. Facebook, and we have that really, really popular and fantastic YouTube channel. Don't forget to download and rate our podcast, subscribe, and give us a review, and reach out to us about any topics you might want to cover, or if you would like to be a guest, head on over to sbpace.com. You almost said this quick but I did. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we wrote a book. It's called Seriously, Now What? A Small Business Guide to Disaster Preparedness. Francis, have you read it? I'm going to. <laughs> Excellent. That is the right answer. It has a digital download. It's a number one Amazon bestseller. And if you've already read the book, go back to Amazon and rate and review it. That's it for today. I'm Corey. I'm Julie. And this was BizQuick, helping small businesses across America.